Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Instead of saying, well, gosh, that's that's weird. I don't, I don't need that. You shouldn't need that. I think the moment that we start saying any way that our spouse is different from us, they must be wrong. Yeah. Right? I don't need sleep that much. You shouldn't. I don't need sex that much. You shouldn't. I don't need time alone that much. You shouldn't. And it's such a prideful, backward posture to have. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are continuing in our Summer Quickie series. If you didn't listen last week, please go listen. It's probably one of my favorite episodes as far as just having <laughs> fun. Most random episode. Most random, for babies. sure. But we had a lot of fun We'd talking about fun. dogs and cats and what what they can bring to your home. They can bring. But today we're going to talk about something a little more serious, and that is when you feel like maybe you're with your spouse, like physically together too much, and maybe you're feeling a little smothered. Yeah, when you feel smothered. And this is a real thing, especially now, you know, coming out of, you know, COVID reset things. We don't have to dwell on this part of it, but it's it's redefined work-life balance in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And many of us are working from home a lot more than we were before. And you know, used to the kind of the, the general flow of, of the day for most adults is, you know, one or both of you would leave the house, go somewhere else, do something yep. else, and then come back and reconnect uh, in, in the evenings. But during the day, that main chunk of time, you guys were apart and maybe we would talk on the phone here or there, but there was some, some separation and some space. But now more couples than ever are together all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and some some love it, but depending on your needs, your personalities, if one's an introvert, one's an extrovert, you know, one, it, there's a lot of different factors. It's possible to feel completely smothered. We had someone that, you know, we know and love and she's, you know, she works in ministry and she uh, contacted us. This was actually pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID, um, yeah. And sat down with us and really wanted to talk through some issue in her marriage. She wouldn't tell us what it was until we all got together and just me and the three of us sat down, Ashley and, and her. And she just said, listen, my, my husband is smothering me. Like, I love him so much. She, I'm so thankful me for me, but he like <laughs> needs me around like all the time. And I need some space. Like I'm used to having space. Like I, they, she'd been single. They'd both been single for a pretty long season before they got together. She was used to a routine where she had her work and had her flow and had her friends and had her, her stuff, her time. And yes, wanted to be with him and chose to be with him, but the expectation was so different because he thought now we're married, we're going to be together all of the time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, give me some space. I'm dying here. And so navigating that 
when the expectation and, you know, unmet expectations, uncommunicated expectations in all parts of marriage can create so much unnecessary stress. But this is a real thing. When, when one of you is comfortable just being around each other all the time mm-hmm. and the other one really needs some space. We've got a neighbor who lives a couple houses down. He is all the time. Am I, I'm not making this <laughs> you up. You mentioned this all guy All the before. time. Well, it's because he's always there. Oh, he's always outside messing in his yard, you know, and his yard doesn't even look good. It's not because he loves his yard, but it's clear his wife's car's always there. Like he needs some space. I did see them walking together one time. So though, they're good. So they're doing something they doing good. They're doing something together. You know, and sir, We don't listening. know the whole story. Oh, yeah. It's just an ongoing joke with us. So. Right. Because like, oh, there he has it in like, the yard again. What's the story there? Because we literally have seen him pick up individual blades of grass. Like, like, oh, yeah. I'm not even no, exaggerating. His yard doesn't look individual good. Individual gra- blades. It's, he's just out we there. We don't know what's happening. But he's out there just to be outside. Like he. Has, we really need to just. We wave at him. And we always smile, but we need to actually engage in conversation. So tell me about anyway, your marriage, dude. We need tell to find out what's there. happening there. But he's. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Maybe he really enjoys just being outside and he's finding something to do. But you know, maybe there is. Maybe he's like, I just need some space because you know, back to the couple that you were talking about before. I remember after we met with her and she told him, well, I met with Dave and Ashley because I love you, but I want to navigate this, you know, in a proper way. And they said like, it's okay that we have different flows and you're an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And, but I need to be specific about what I need. And what I need is a little more time, but to myself, you know, not that she's going out, you know, partying with friends or getting with other men or anything like that. She's saying like, I just need to be by myself a little bit. And you understand that this has nothing to do with you, it's not a personal right, attack. Is... But he took it. I remember the next oh, time we yeah. saw him, he, he, he was took mad it at us. so he was so mad at us. Yeah, and he took it very personally. And I remember thinking to myself, I think a lot of couples deal with this because it really isn't personal. And I can say this because I'm I'm like her in the sense of like I'm very much an introvert, and you know this about me. And, and I want you've you to always have what you need. This. I'm like you know I want you to be at your best, and so I, you need time. You need you have rhythms of the day where you need to you need to be aware. You need to be able to just go listen to a podcast. Or yeah. you, and we work together. So like we're, we're together, together all the time. We're together a lot. Like, I mean, I was doing the math. Like we've spent more time physically <laughs> together in 21 years of marriage than couples I know who've been married for 50 years. Yeah. That we've been together more in terms of hours together. Like we- Well, and it's because we do work together. Right, it's it's our yeah. flow. Like we've, you know, we, we're we traveling together, we're working together, we're home together. Like it's it's our flow. But, and, and I love, love being with you more than I love anything. However, like I get it that you need space sometimes. I need space sometimes. And you sometimes. do too, and I know that. Like I need to go I do, I need to, you know, get with some guys or I need to go for a jog or I need to just, you know, veg out and like read a book or some listen to a podcast or yeah. lift some weights or watch a sports game or something that- that maybe I just need to do alone or need yeah. to, and, and that's okay. And I think just not taking it personally that right, whatever, help your spouse be at their best. That's right. what it comes down to. But if one spouse says, well, to be at my best, I need to be away from you all the time. Then that's, that's not good. That's an issue too, right? Yeah. So we're trying to find that, that balance and it's going to look different. We can't say this is the amount of hours per day that you, that's optimal, that you need to be physically together. What we're saying is you got to talk about these things and find a flow and rhythm that works for both of you. And that's that's the key is is finding the flow and rhythm that works. But also, you know, being being willing to say that here's what I need, but also asking your spouse, what can I do more of 
to fulfill your needs too. Because there are certain needs that, that we do, you know, as their spouse, we need to be willing to serve them in that way. And I think for this particular husband who is the very extroverted, he has such a high need to be around people. That's how he fills up is by being around people. And, and I think people get introverts and extroverts mixed up all the time, but just to make it very clear, it really has nothing to do with whether or not you love people because both can love people, but it's, it's where you get your energy from. And so for an introvert, we get our energy from being alone. So we feel like we kind of refuel, you know, by being alone, whereas an extrovert kind of fills up by being around people. Now we need to be alone and we need to be with people. We need both, but the extent at which we need that is different based on whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert. And so with this particular couple, she was very introverted and he's very extroverted. And he's expecting her to meet all of those exactly. social needs. Like, so what we encouraged him to do is we said, you can't look to your wife to fulfill all of your need for interaction with a person. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like we can't do that. Our spouse can't fulfill any, you know, all our needs anyway, and they're not supposed to. Right. And um, I mean, there's certain needs, of course, but it can't be everything. They can't, they literally can't be your everything. I know this sounds very romantic to say that, but that's kind of putting too much on them. <laughs> like it's not fair to do that. Yeah. And you're setting your, both of yourselves up for a lot of frustration and disappointment. And, and so we told him, we said, you know, I think it'd be good for you to get involved in some different things where you're around people. Go serve at your church. Um, maybe you can get involved in some different things where you're around people. Get Go to a men's breakfast. Like Put things on your calendar that you can look forward to that you know that is going to fill you up. And you can also help someone else fill up. You know, you're, you're going to be a, a light to someone else. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm hoping... I haven't really checked in with them in a little bit, but I have seen them and they seem like they're doing a lot better. Yeah. But I'm hoping that that is something he put into practice because I, I think that, you know, when we feel feel smothered, we just get to a point where we we kind of just retreat all together and you don't want to do that. Like we, we need to keep talking. We need to keep having time together. But we also we also want to make sure that we're not growing resentful because that's where you see resentment set in because you're like, I am going to go crazy if you talk to me about that thing again, because I'm tired of your voice or whatever. You know, I think people get tired of <laughs> I that. I can't even look at you right now. I know. The way you crunch food, the way that you just, <laughs> the way that you, they do everything will start annoying yes. you. You'll just be grating on each other. Exactly. And so, yes. So find those rhythms for, um, and think about like, what's going to help you be at your best, what's gonna help your spouse be at your best? And monitor and adjust. In every season of life, it's gonna look a little bit differently. And so maybe what worked in one season, you know, might look different in another. And as you're preparing for like the empty nest, you're preparing for times where you're gonna naturally maybe have more time around each other, start preparing for that. Like how yeah. can we make the most of that time, both individually and as a couple? And maybe it's gonna be, let's, you know, take up a new hobby and maybe each of us have an individual hobby and maybe uh, some kind of hobby we do together now that we have some extra time. Um, but just find ways to bring out the best in each other. And if you're in this dynamic where you are feeling smothered, um, it's a delicate conversation because it's, it's difficult to have this conversation without hurting your spouse's feelings to say like, I need I need to be around you less, right? Yeah, and that hurts. I need less of you. <laughs> I need less of you. And <laughs> it, that's it not does, what you mean. Yeah. I mean, what you mean is I to me, for me to be at my best for you, I need more time away. Um, just me and God, just me just and some friends, just me. Like even Jesus himself, who was God in the flesh, would break away. And he loved people. He was all about people. He gave his life for people. But he 
would break away to get alone, to pray, to, to, to recharge. And if he, the son of God, needed that, how much more do, do we need that? Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Don't make your spouse feel badly for whatever rhythm they need to be at their best. Like, you know, quick examples, and we've mentioned a lot of these. Our sleep schedules are totally different. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier, and junk is sometimes more convenient, and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Inflation is out of control, and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily, and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. You know, I tend to go to bed way earlier. Ashley stays up later. I get up first. She gets up second. Um, she tends to take a nap in the mid-afternoon where that's my peak of the day. Overall, we probably get about the exact same amount of sleep, but it happens at completely different times. And instead of trying to change each other's rhythm, we're like, that's the rhythm to help you be at your best. You know, our exercise rhythms, our eating rhythms, our hobbies, you know, all of these things, it, it's different. We still do an awful lot together and we love it, but... Like we never try to make each other feel bad. Like, like I love to just eat lunch at home, you know, and and just let, let that be a time to and recharge. Stand, he stands up and just I make something and I eat it right there. And she loves to get out. Like she, I just want to get out of the house. She feels like she's losing it life if she has to eat something <laughs> at the house for lunch. It's not even that. It's that it's the time of day where I need to get out of the house because we work from home. Right. So I'm like, get out. You listen to a podcast. Um, and have a sandwich and, and go I on a walk. And I sit in my car. It's just funny because he's standing in our kitchen eating his lunch. We'll sometimes go to lunch together, obviously, too. But um, but you're eating. Car. I'm going to paint the picture for everybody. You're eating the Cape Cod chicken salad. Try it. It's so good from Costco. Yeah. With some scoops, tortilla scoops, 
And then you also probably have like a peanut butter sandwich or something. Make it's perhaps. rando. Like he he puts together the most random lunch. Or a microwave bean or burrito. Or a microwave or, bean burrito. Um, you know. Yeah. And and your lemonade. You have your crystal light going. So then I, so what I'm doing, so that, that's his, that's his norm. And he loves that. And for me, I've, I, it's like, I've done my work at the house that morning. I need to just get out for like 30 minutes to an hour. So, and listen to a podcast. And sometimes I'll go on a walk or something too, but I go to either Chick-fil-A or Jimmy John's every day and I eat in my car. So I'll go get it. I'm not going to stay in that restaurant and eat it. I'm going to go take it back to my car have your moment. and have my podcast on and eat it, and then I go about my day and get more work done, and we come back and together. And does a little shopping for the home or the family. I'll get groceries and, or something. And sometimes, not every day. And but. and listen, guys, it's like just help each other. Instead of saying, "Well, gosh, that's that's weird. I don't I don't need that. You shouldn't need that." I think the moment that we start saying any way that our spouse is different from us, they must be wrong. Yeah. Right. I don't need sleep that much. You shouldn't. I don't need sex that much. You shouldn't. I don't need time alone that much. You shouldn't. And it's such a prideful backward posture to have to say like every way that I'm wired, every preference I have is correct. And every way that you don't exactly line up with that, you're, you're wrong, right? Man, that is just a toxic and broken mindset. But instead to say your needs are different than mine. And that's good. I'm glad God wired us up different. So how do we help each other be at our best? How do we help each other make sure that all of our needs are being met? What can I do to serve you? Can I watch the kids now so that you can go do that thing? Can I go run this errand for you so that you have more time to go do this, you know, exercise class or hobby or whatever that you were needing to do? What can I do to serve you? And if your mindset will be, what can I do to serve you? Then not only will your needs be met, but when you are together, that time together is going to be even sweeter. Yes. Because, um, you know, your tanks are going to be full. And so we're just... These conversations are meant to help you and your spouse be at your best. We're not trying to squeeze you into one size fits all cookie cutter approach to marriage because thank God he made us all so beautifully unique that every marriage is unique. But the principles, certain principles should hold true in all of them. And one of those principles is serve each other, love each other, help each other be at your best. And that's really what this whole episode comes down to. And I just want to say this too. I know for some of you listening, you listened because maybe your spouse has said this to you or has given you kind of clues that they feel smothered and you're listening and you're like, I understand where you're coming from, Dave and Ashley, but my spouse is just barely home or barely spends time with me. Yeah, that's hard. That is a completely different Mm -hmm. issue where they have their priorities mixed up here because, you know, in marriage, we, we, it takes a significant amount of time to have a strong marriage. I mean, you can't, skip out on that. There's no substitute for quality time together. And to get to quality time, you have to have a lot of quantity, a lot of, quantity. of time. With, with parenting too, it's the exactly. same thing. You exactly, can't just say, there's no I'm shortcut, you know. Spend 10 minutes a month with my kid, but it's gonna be a great 10 minutes. And right. it's like, it's not gonna be enough, guys. It's You gotta put in the time. You gotta put in the time. And you gotta wade through a lot of stuff to get to the good parts, you know? It's just how life goes. And so if that's the case and you felt like you're being pushed aside because you're not being prioritized, that's when you need to reach out to help and reach out for help. And I would just highly suggest that you reach out to our EXO mediators by going to exomarriage.com slash help because they are amazing and they can meet with you virtually or they can meet with you in person if you are in the Dallas Fort Worth area in Texas but they they can help you navigate this because it sounds like somewhere your spouse maybe has just gotten a little off course and maybe that they're maybe they're spending too much time at work or too much time with friends or or too much time with the kids activities or whatever it is and, and maybe because they are trying to avoid maybe dealing with maybe some issues going on and they need to be able to get you back as a top priority in their life 
life. And so it sometimes takes a professional to help someone else see that because you may have said those things to him or her, but really sometimes it takes somebody outside of our family who can look into this and not be biased and say, hey, this is really out of balance and here's how you can get back in balance and and back to a healthy state. So again, that website again is exomarriage.com slash help. And uh, I promise you they're amazing people. They're highly trained and they love what they do. And we have heard countless stories of them helping people navigate situations just like this. So don't be afraid to reach out. Man, that that last minute, my love, most important word spoken this whole episode. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, and I know that's going to bring some encouragement, maybe even some healing. I hope so. To those who are listening. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we love and appreciate you. Um, do us a favor, leave a review on the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or wherever you happen to be watching or listening. It means a lot to us. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis. You can also find us on Facebook and uh, we'd love to interact with you there as well. We'll look forward to seeing you real soon. Bye-bye.